Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. This 30-minute podcast features a new author interviewed by me every single day, 365 days a year for about 30 minutes. I am also the publisher for Zibby Books, which publishes 12 books a year in fiction and memoir. Our books are already out now. You can check it out on zibbybooks.com. And we have a magazine called Zibby Mag, where we have lots of wonderful essays and lifestyle features. That's at zibbymag.com. We have classes at zibbyclasses.com. And I recently opened a bookstore in LA called Zibby's Bookshop at 1113 Montana Avenue at 11th Street in Santa Monica. I hope that you are able to enjoy some of our other offerings. But this here podcast is the basis of all of it and started in 2018. And no matter what I do, this is basically my favorite thing. Enjoy. Anne Barrest is the author of The Postcard. This episode was guest hosted by Julie Chavez, author of Everyone But Myself, forthcoming from Zibby Books in January. Anne is the best-selling co-author of How to Be Parisian, Wherever You Are, and the author of a novel based on the life of French writer Françoise Sagan. With her sister Claire, she is also the author of Gabrielle, a critically acclaimed biography of her great-grandmother, Gabrielle Buffet-Picabia, Marcel Duchamp's lover and muse. She is the great-granddaughter of the painter Francis Picabia. For her work as a writer and prize-winning showrunner, she has been profiled in publications such as French Vogue and Haaretz Newspaper. The recipient of numerous literary awards, the postcard was a finalist for the Goncourt Prize and has been a long-selling bestseller in France. Bonjour Anne, bienvenue. Merci. 
<laughs> Thanks for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to talk about the postcard. I am so excited that I get to speak with you today. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's wonderful. This book is so special. I loved reading it. It's beautifully written. It's very, it's quick to read in the sense that I wanted to know what was going to happen. I really was so connected to the characters and to you. And so I'm so excited to talk to you about it today. Thank you. Thank you. Let's start by just talking about kind of the beginning of this. Why don't you start by telling me about your writing process? And we can talk about this book specifically. And maybe as you're talking, if you can share a little bit what the book is about and what your process was like writing it. So about my writing process. So I write every day. Okay. Even on vacations. And during the year, it's quiet, straightforward. In the morning, I take my children to school. I come back home to write. Mm-hmm. And I, I write all day. I have lunch alone at home because I, I can't have lunch with someone else because it, it breaks my, my concentration. Yes. So I write until it's time to to pick up my children from school. And so my life is not exciting at all. (laughs) I'm alone uh, most of time. That makes sense. As you say that, I think it's true. If I let the writing get interrupted, then you're done for the day. Something broken. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. So when you set out to write this book, Tell me about, I think, let's start at the beginning. I'm just looking back. I had sent you a list of questions, which is not normal for me, which I loved. But um, I want to talk about a little bit, how did you become a writer originally? Because you have written so many books and articles and lots of different projects and a lot for the screen as well. So tell me how you became a writer. Uh, that's a, a beautiful, but a very difficult question. Ooh, okay. Because I am not sure if I have become a writer. Mm, that's so French of you. <laughs> <laughs> I ask myself this question uh, every day. But uh, let's say that uh, when I was a child, it was my dream. Mm. Okay. Why? It's a mystery. Uh, you have little girls who dream of becoming a singer, a doctor, an astronaut, I don't know, an actress. But me, I wanted to become a writer. And I, I didn't know why. But I tried to understand this mystery. And I discovered when I was writing the postcard that my great aunt, Noemi, who was murdered by the Nazis when she was 19, I discovered that she wanted to be a writer. And I didn't know that because I wrote a lot of books before I discovered this link with my great aunt. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, perhaps it's like an invisible transmission. Maybe 
this young girl has survived within me. And the fever of writing has been passed down through the family tree and, and in the sap of the tree beyond death. So maybe that's why I wanted to be a writer. That is beautiful. I That brought tears to my eyes. What a beautiful way to think about our lives as part of the lives that have come before us. Yes, I truly believe in that. Yes, the sap of the family tree. I have never heard it put that way. Beautiful. Well, I think that you were meant to be a writer and I'm so glad that you are. The postcard too, just to give people a sense, is about an anonymous postcard that you received or that your mother received in 2003, correct? Exactly. And it had four names, Ephraim, Noemi, Jacques, Emma. Emma. Yes, I moved them around, I just realized. But those were, just like you mentioned, Noemi was your great aunt. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I loved, so really the beginning of the book is you following that. Now, your mother had started a lot of research about your family, and then building on that research, you began to go through and create the story that became the postcard. So it is so impressive. The scope of your research, I was so impressed by the detail and the different documents that you unearthed, which were both so incredible and so awful to read and understand the complicity and all the pieces that went through, right? We read about World War II often, but I think every time it is fresh, how awful it was. And so I think reading the postcard, I I really appreciated the research. Let's talk about that a little bit. So your mother had begun a lot of this research. What was one of the most surprising things you discovered in your research? It's hard to answer. Yes. I don't want to spoil the book. Of course. Okay. So one of the supposed, okay, I understand. Yes, yes. Because during my investigation, so during the the investigation I made with my mother, she's the, the heroine of the book. Yes. And... And with a, a private detective, we had extraordinary adventures. Yes. And it was so extraordinary that I couldn't have made it up. Mm. And that's why I want you and uh, your, your listener to know that mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil, but I want you to know that everything is true. And... I didn't invented anything, even though it's written in the style of a novel. Everything as I, I discovered is the truth, but I want the readers to discover it. Yes. Well, it's so beautifully done. I can't tell you how many times. So when I read a book, yes, I don't read the back. I don't read the description. I just open it. And so when Zibi had talked about this book, I went purchased my copy and started reading. And there were so many times that I looked back and thought, is this a novel? Because it, this did happen. So it reads so amazingly well that way. And the suspense of it and the way you put the different books, it's so good. So 
I agree with you. Let's not spoil anything, but it is so good and such a page turner. I, I loved it. Thank you. So you have a boring writing process, apparently, which is lovely. I love hearing about boring because <laughs> thumbs up for boring, right? But so much of this book was based on this research and, you know, talking about your mother and her being the heroine of this book, the the smoking heroine of this book, yes. which I loved. When she cut the cigarettes in half, that was my favorite. <laughs> She's smoking. I spent one week with with her here on uh, on holidays. Yes. She's smoking, smoking, smoking. Please, never ending. It's crazy. <laughs> and how old is she now? She's almost eight. 80? Yes. Almost 80 and still smoking. Yes. That's not a good thing to know because it's very bad to smoke. <laughs> it's horrible. We'll put a we'll put a thing on there that says we'll we'll put on a disclaimer. You're right. It's that's you know, but it it does feel like part of who she is. I feel like mm-hmm. I know your mom and I do see her with a cigarette. So <laughs> just but yes, no one starts smoking. Everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have said it. Anne and I have let you know it's bad for you. Don't do it. Lung charring, as you say it. How was your relationship with your mother over the course of the book and the research for it? Did it change your relationship with her? Yes. The relationship with my mother uh, has changed because we both embarked on this adventure that concerned us, really. Mm. And during, I don't know, three, four years, we no longer talked about children and vacations or organizing family meals. We, I'm a little bit exaggerating, but... Of course. We didn't care anymore. We were just talking always about the, the investigation. So we were like, I don't know, like two, two childs. Mm. Not like a mother and a daughter, but like kids playing a game and so it it was really amazing and after when the book came out in France I wanted to do all the promotion with her Mm. I asked the journalists the booksellers do you agree I I come with my mother and it was fantastic because I was always with her and it was so good. And she cooked me when we had to take a train to go, I don't know, in, in another city. She cooked me little sandwiches like when I was a little girl. It was so good. It was so funny to to share all these moments with her because she's quirky and she's funny. And she always says unexpected an, an things. Even with journalists, I don't know what she will answer. <laughs> I'm always a little bit afraid. And uh, so, and she's also extremely bright. It was really a joy to to capture to capture her in my book. So, our relationship didn't change really, but it was so good to be with her. Yes, it sounds like it was a gift. I told her, you know, mom, 
it's hard to be a, a heroine in a book. So she read the book when I was writing it. Okay. And something like every 50 pages, I told her, okay, if you want to change something, to change, change a word or something, you can. It was really a work together. Yes, collaboration. Wait, you were a team. Yes. Oh, well, you feel that reading it, that you're both excited and that makes sense that you were like children together. Just look at what I found. And we, we were always also arguing. Yes. And that's funny because she said to me, no, you're wrong. No, I, I'm sure that's a good way. So it, it was really funny. And you wrote a scene or a few scenes in the book where you were convinced that you knew who had yes. sent the postcard. Yeah. And yes. she said, no. No. <laughs> you said, why? And no, just no. I know. Yeah, that sounds very much like a mom. And she's always right. Yes. Oh, moms are always right. Right? Now we can be those people for our own children. Exactly. <laughs> that is really neat to hear. And we're talking about the fun part of the exploration. But for you, you were writing about very heavy, sad topics. Yeah. So how did you care for yourself especially since you write alone and, you know, you're alone for a large chunk of the day. So how, how did you care for yourself when things were too much or felt too heavy? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, yes. I cried every day. Why? <laughs> writing some chapters of the book yes, because it was too horrible. And uh, I really had a, a box of tissues next to my computer to wipe away the tears of, onto the keys. And I never cried so much as when writing this book. But I also, it was very important to me, for me, I also wanted to, to bring light into the book. Mm -hmm. For example, all the shutters 
uh, about history are very hard. Mm -hmm. But after you have all the chapters with the investigation and that's more light. And we paid a lot of fun with my mother and with the private detective also. And I think that it's Jewish humor. Mm. And it's had something to do with about trying to find laughter within tears. Yes. And so I wanted to give that to the readers and to say to them, okay, we cried a lot Mm -hmm. because human beings can be horrible. Yes. But now give my hand and and we 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 are right walking through the light yes walking through the light and bringing along with you Jacques and Noemi and Emma and Ephraim yeah i love that that's beautiful to think of it that way is drawing it forward because it is tell me about the private detective I know that I asked you that the motto was, in order to decide, you have to know. Is that actually their tagline? Yes, yes. I am going to write that down (laughs) and put it on my cabinet. Yes. And as I I told you, uh, in fact, I don't have imagination. (laughs) So that's the reality that gives me all, all the extraordinary things. And so that motto of the private detective was so good. Oh, I have said it so many times to my kids because I tend to worry. <laughs> and that's a good, that's a good <laughs> reminder, right? There's nothing to decide today because I don't know yet. <laughs> and I have to know. So I'll just wait. Yeah. Will you tell me what is that motto in French? Il est nécessaire de savoir pour avancer. Ah, savoir pour avancer. Oh, why does everything sound so much better in French? Oh, c'est meilleur in French. C'est tout meilleur. Well, I love that, savoir. So when we talk about that, so you didn't make that fact up, and you also didn't make up the fact that a person's handwriting changes every five years? Yes. That is incredible. Yes, yes. So uh, that's what graphologists say. Yes. And, you know, I learned a lot of things about graphology from uh, this graphologist named named Jesus in the book. (laughs) So one more time. I I love that. (laughs) And and this guy works in France with uh, the courts to analyze the handwriting of anonymous letters during trials. And so that's why I wanted to work with him. And he he helped me a lot because he is a specialist of anonymous handwriting. So that's how I learned that every five years, your handwriting change. But maybe I don't know, because perhaps now that we write much less with hands oh. and mostly on computers. Yes. Maybe things might be different, but 
That's what I learned. That was what they said. I, you know, I, I, I like to write books to learn things. Yes. And to share it with readers. Mm, yes. Well, you share so much in this book. So, and I loved that fact, but you're right. We don't write as much as we did in the past. And so that is an interesting question. I know that my handwriting, it is funny to look back though. I was thinking about this for me. So you have worked, we're going back to one of my earlier questions, but you've worked on a variety of writing projects. So you write to learn things and to share them, but you've also done a lot for the screen. Yes. So what are the main differences for you it's very when you're writing a screenplay or novel? It is very different. Yes. Okay, tell me. Because one is freedom mm -hmm. and solely freedom. And the other is constraint, solely constraint. Okay. And I love both. But when you write a script for movies or series, but especially a series script, you have to adhere to rules, to the screenwriting rules. For example, you have to have a twist after a certain number of minutes. You have to put a cliffhanger after a certain number of minutes. You have to, to put a plot development after a certain number of minutes. So it's like a game of chess. Mm. Each move corresponds to a rule of the game when you okay. write for series. And for example, you also have to know very well the economic cost of what you are writing. Interesting. Because if you are hired as a screenwriter for a series with a, a budget, I don't know, of $1 million per episode, which isn't much. And if you deliver a script with, to your producer with, I don't know, six different sets and uh, crowd scenes <laughs> with a lot of extras and a flashback in the 1980s with costumes and old cars, your producer will say, okay, I don't want your script. You have to rewrite everything because it, it, it doesn't correspond to the budget of the, yes. the, the series. So that's why I say it's like playing chess. Right. You, you have to know everything, all the rules. Yes. If you don't know, you, you, can, you cannot play. On the contrary, in a book, you can do everything. It's yeah. freedom, total freedom. You can go to the moon, you can go everywhere you want, you can have a scene with one million people. It doesn't cost anything. It's really freedom. So that's why I like the boss because I like freedom, I like constraint, but mm -hmm. if I had to choose, and if someone told me you have to choose between books or scripts, for me, the choice is very clear. I, I'm, a, I'm a novelist, I'm a writer of books, and 
That's not a question for me. Mm. That is a beautiful and really good way to put it. I'd never thought that, but it's true. If I turned in a script with eight helicopters crashing, maybe, I don't know, then they would be very angry. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) I'm so glad. Good to know uh, you are a novelist and you are a novelist who enjoys writing scripts occasionally. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. What has been interesting for you about the American reception of this book versus the French? Or have you gotten there yet? Is it, do you feel like you have an answer to that question? Yes. And, and that's, that's why that's fascinating when you release a book in a foreign country. Because each country has its own reception because each country has his own history, and especially with the question of the Second World War. And so my journey with this book in the United States is really a a true dream, you know, Mm. because I, I can't believe it. You know, for us, French writers, it's an absolute dream to be translated and and to be read by uh, the American readers. And so, yes, I was so happy. I thought it's a miracle. I was able to to observe how curious and how attentive Americans were and are to the Second World War. And, And they are also very curious to understand the lives of the French during the German occupation. Yes. And also, I think that I observed that American readers were also very curious about the lives of the Jews in France after the war. And so I think that Americans love history with Mm. a, a capital hash. And also, I think you have a lot of affection for friends and so why and so it's it's yes it's very pleasant of course i am so glad you're right there is an enthusiasm for stories about the second world war and then also for an understanding of that side of things and you're right the returning reading about uh the prisoners returning after the Second World War, when they came back to the hotel and yes. all of the yes. things, that was an incredible portion of the book. I just, and that was, I will say, like you said, curious about those lives. I, that was a piece I hadn't really read before. Yes. So I learned so much from your book. Oh, I have to say, I want to ask yes. you my last question. Yes. So you mentioned in the book, which you said, nothing mattered as much as that I was descended from a line of Jewish women. So you have a daughter. Two daughters. Is this I some... have two. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Two daughters. In the book, I have one daughter. Oh, well, you only had Clara and, and now, now you have... I ha- and, and then I had another daughter with the character of Georges in the book. Oh my goodness. Amazing. I love that. Oh, that's... I feel like I just learned something new. That makes my heart so happy. Okay, wonderful. So now you have two daughters. So 
is this something you're passing on to your daughters? Yeah. And yes. is that important to you? And how do you do that? Yes, of course it's important. But I don't know if it's the most important thing. It's very important, but okay. what I'm trying to convey to my daughters every day is first, first and foremost to be happy hmm. and to be free and to be independent women and to be a human being in harmony with her planet and other human beings. So that's the most important thing. It sounds like that has been an evolution for you and sharing with them. I love that. It's so true. There's, we forget how lovely and necessary it is to be happy. Yes. What a gift. And merci. merci this time was say uh, parfait pour moi. Merci. merci Thank you for the book. Thank you for this time. And I wish you all the luck and truly enchanté. I'm so happy that we have met. And I hope that I will be visiting France soon. I love Paris. It's one of my favorite places <laughs> to go. And I want to explore more of France. And I will knock on your door when I come, like a true American. I'll just show up while you're writing and interrupt you. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you so much. Bye, Julie. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com